2: Hi, we would like to acknowledge the traditional people on the land of Los Angeles that we're doing this podcast on. The Keech, Chumash, and Tongva people and pay our respects to their elders, both past and present. Or dolly,
0: threw a great party. We all drank kind of gnarly. are feather, are tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Here we are, uh, Weirder Together podcast. I'm Ben Lee. I'm Ioni Skye. We are very excited to have a special guest today that in some ways I feel I know very little about, but in some ways the ways that count, where you touch a human's essence, yes. I feel like I understand this man. Yeah. And that's why I invited him to come today. And this is Stephen Ogg, a new friend.
1: Yes, thank you for having me. How we? Are you? So? We did- yeah. Uh, pretty much say hello and then hug. Yeah, when we met. oh yeah, yeah. It
2: felt it felt good. Well, and you smelled good.
0: There was there was well there was I nothing offensive. Know your there pro- was nothing offensive. Pr-
2: yeah. What shampoo or something? I here.
1: think actually I smell good because this is I think probably a, a t shirt supporting of course my my homeland.
0: A oh, Calgary. Oh, is that CBC? Is, is oh. That's the Canadian like uh,
1: Canadian Broadcast Court. Oh, yeah, this nice. is the public network. No, this is on the flag. This oh, is on got the Canadian. It. Flag. I haven't nice. seen Guys, Come oh, on, yeah, yeah. Do you no, do this is a CBC do? radio. Oh, <laughs> CBC. oh, it's radio. Okay, <laughs> so wait, it's like, but it's
0: like PBS or NPR yep, type the, thing. It's yeah, the it's the social.
1: Because you're from.
2: He's Australian. No, I
1: know Ben's from.
2: I'm. London. I'm from. Well, I was born in London, but I'm. I grew up in LA. But my my people, I don't know. Like my mom's side are. Eastern European Jews. My dad's Scottish, Irish.
1: England and Canada. I don't know if it's like this for you when you go back to Australia and stuff. When I'm back in my homeland of Canada or my second homeland of the UK, I just feel different.
2: You feel like more at home.
0: Grounded.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's not that I change anything or feel anything other than... A different sense about me yeah like yeah. I am home
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah Do, I don't so, feel
0: home so I feel similarly when I'm in Australia I relax I feel relaxed and like connected to something myself yet whatever it is that brought me to America it's some sense of artistic inspiration and wonder and ambition that part of me feels more at home here because
1: of it, it's a, maybe like the British thing and the Canadian thing, the apology. Exactly. being tall, successful. Tall poppy. And yeah. just like being,
0: having outrageous ideas and following them and risk-taking. That's not as much part of Australian culture. Do you think culture? it's the so,
1: same everywhere? Like, because I've been here now. How long have you been in America?
0: 20, almost 27 years. Oh, so that's pretty. Since I was 18.
1: That's damn close to I've me. I've lived
0: here longer than I've lived in Australia. Me too now. Because yeah.
1: I've been in America, t- I think, 20 years in New York-ish. You know, I came to America for, because it was what it's about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The money. Like in
1: Canada and you, even in, you can't make the BBC, the CBC. doesn't have the money. And then of course, 25, 30 years go by and you're like, I'm still here.
0: So we initially started chatting because we're both friends with Amy Taylor and John Amal Sniffers. Which I
1: just recorded a lovely, I was given uh, the album, The Comfort to Me, the LP. Yeah. And uh, so this morning I was literally just singing the entire <laughs> thing. I'll have to show you after. But yes, Amy, love Amy.
0: So we had a great chat backstage at Dynasty Typewriter. We were doing yep. a thing with May Martin and Dan Mangan. 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 I call him Mangan. Mangan. Sounds funnier. Uh, <laughs> no, but funny. we were ta- you were telling me about how you reach out to people when you like their work and you just say thank you. Yep. And, you, and that, it's like that beat spirit. Of mm. wanting to connect with electric, artistic people. Yes. That's where I, I totally feel like-minded with you. The, the, you you nourish yourself on the currency of creativity. I have to.
1: Yeah. I mean, that whole thing is like part of my, you know, call it mental health routine, whatever, you know, you want to name it. But I always have like my set routine. This, like this morning, it, it, it starts with coffee. So this is like, and also, in case I start to like sweat, yeah. let me say, uh, prior to coming here, I was spinning, which is actually why I was late. Oh, I've heard you're very yeah. passionate about spinning. Nice. It's again, yes. part of this, but it's my, I'm doing like an hour and a half Ooh. and it gets kind of fucking boring, to be honest. Yeah. What do you do about that part? It's usually when I <laughs> Podcasts, go on, while listen. I read oh,
2: stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because so your
0: heart rate is now like kind of low. Like you're going fast, but you've built the. Tolerance. No, no, no. I mean,
1: I'm. I don't follow the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Arm yeah, yeah. workout. Okay. And live your best life. A lot of times, right, right, I right. mute the shit. Right. Because I can. I can yeah, Motivate yeah. myself, but I go. Yeah. I mean, I can show you. It's pretty disgusting. I have the room is a puddle. <laughs> right. Of sweat.
2: Oh, that's good for you, though. It's like sometimes when you're working out with with someone online, they will they're like talking about their process, or they're sort of you know what I mean, like so much talking like sometimes you know if right. you shut up there it's like i don't want to hear that oh this part you like this part you don't like i'm already have my own stuff so i like to turn it off and then put on my own music yeah. or a also pop. i don't want
0: like life lessons no I like i'm want, here for a workout i'm not here for therapy point, life coaching. I,
2: you know
1: yeah i was doing a peloton once and i won't name the instructor <laughs> and because uh, might be too specific because a lot of the music like i'm not a fan of a lot of the music yeah like i have to tight. like i'll find certain i usually do 20 minute segments because that way i don't have to listen to someone's playlist if it just gets fucking horrible right so anyways this one instructor so i'm going along and again i don't need you know climb the hill it's your best life like yeah, I'm, yeah. fuck off i've got it all inside of me yeah, i just yeah. need to get it out and i sweat and get it. so this instructor was going through, uh, or had been through, and just was sharing the story yeah. of someone who died, huh. w- with you know whatever playing in the background on a bike. Oh yeah, she's the instructor, yeah, right? Yeah. She's the the peloton yeah. instructor, and is crying. <laughs> oh, huh? And I was just getting so angry, which is you know not very compassionate of me. <laughs> I was like,
0: yeah. "Fucking yeah. sh- shut up!"
1: Yeah. It made me angry enough though that then I continue on another like so i do use the anger for good yeah, yeah. well that's that's, good. that's the good yeah lesson.
2: i felt like a misogynistic man i was like do i just want to look at this pretty woman and have her not say anything and i was like yeah i do but like you know of <laughs> course not in
0: real life but but so all of his health oh, yeah. the intensity of all this stuff i'm gonna go out on a limb okay these habits are there to replace some habits that were not so healthy no, I've no. never been
1: it's not one addiction to another okay, okay. um at all. Um I've been very fortunate, knock on wood, not to go down any like path. The the only path the the uh, the only addiction would be the darkness, the depression. So
2: you're learning what like like kinda can get you out like you know, you're like cold plunge. Like some people do things yeah, to kind it. of snap you out. Do you, have you have a
0: cold out of, No, but well, I've been going to that pool, place. Pause. Our pool
2: was oh, okay. a bit, ba- 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 yeah, but you go to, we go that's to pause. That's what I was using,
1: our pool, because I don't heat it. Yeah. When it's, it was colder, it was at like yeah. f- below 50.
0: Totally. Did you ever get into Gertchev? You know Gertchev? He oh. was a, like, I think Russian. He was sort of like a mystic philosopher, spiritual teacher, whatever. But he, he was really into shocking yourself. As a way of enticing yourself to think differently, so he developed this whole thing and it would basically became a cult. But he, it always goes it, wrong. It, it always goes about: right. <laughs> But it was all about but the shock, shocking yourself.
1: Because otherwise, and he would think- move to these places. Yeah, Like just to a, kind of—is it almost like the Fight Club punched me in my face because I forgot how to feel?
0: Something like that. But the
2: funny thing this with sounds him sounds very
1: interesting. I need to actually yeah. write it, that it, down. It,
2: I just remember one part: like he would go to a place, and he's there to kind of challenge himself and see how he can still live and react in these environments, and not be, you know, whatever it is. But inevitably, he would like see what are they missing here? Like they're missing a way to get bottled milk and he was kind of weirdly a good businessman and he would like actually start a little business yeah, 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 yeah. and then he'd oh, end really? up like doing like because he could Well, do see. You remember the birds
0: there was some way he he moved and he had no way to support himself and his students but he knew that there was a certain type of bird that had become fashionable but they were there were a color that was sort of like a refined color it was hard to get so he started painting finding these birds that were not that color and painting them the color that was in live fashion. Live birds. Live birds and oh selling God. them for money.
2: That's <laughs> sad. Hold I mean, on. Does this
0: guy have a book? Because so this main is very book, The main stuff we know about this guy is actually a book written by one of his students, this guy called Uspensky, who wrote a book called In Search of the Miraculous. And obviously... This guy Gershew, he was a human with some cool ideas, and he was had a leadership quality. So he ended up dragging these people all around Europe, and he would do. What things year like, are we? What is this? Do you um, remember? Like, is it eight? Uspensky studied with Gershew for a ten year period from nineteen fifteen to twenty four. And that's basically all the information we have about this These I need to write this down. Yeah, I'll, it. Send it I'll send and, it to you.
1: And didn't they also write the original Bridge Over Troubled Water? True or false? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Good and his Did Simon and Garfunkel exactly. steal harmonies. from them?
0: Delightful. Oh, incredible. <laughs> Little known. But the principle of this, and I think a lot of the <laughs> types of art that you're attracted to, it seems like it serves the same function. It's art that shocks you, whether it's through beauty or aggression or... Something into like a new way of thinking, right? I think,
1: yeah, it's it's a way to feel. Like I think, so the, you know, the, the my morning routine of which includes the yoga and the the spinning, coffee first. So it's coffee and words, coffee and creativity. That's mm-hmm. the first part. Like, that's my time. Please leave me alone. Let me have this time. So this morning, um, it was the uh, this beautiful new Egon Schiele book cover is uh, you take off the original it's you know the big collection of his work and it's a beautiful black hardcover with the red egon shield on it which ironic like this is what i love is the ties to things that you know the egon yeah. shield
2: you mean the way he writes it yeah yeah, that was right. yeah and so his signature
1: i had just re-watched and i'll try to stay on a track here it's betty okay. blue the other night yeah which i hadn't seen in over over 30 years right which train do I take? Do I take the Betty Blue story, or you do I finish with clothes. the Shield story?
2: Um, whatever you want.
1: So that the actress from Betty Blue, <laughs> Beatrice Dolly, Doll,
2: Doll, or Dolly? Yeah. So that was her first
1: film. Anyways, I it was when I was posting something again, circling back to thanking artists, whatever, for making me feel something. Yeah. I did a little Betty Blue post. Yeah. Wow, she's still around. So is the actor, who is brilliant, too. Yeah. The filmmaker, Jean, he's dead. Okay. Um, one of the greatest soundtracks. Like oh, the Gabriel Garrett yes. soundtrack, that haunting yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout the three-hour movie. Anyways, I go on to her gram, because I'm only on the, the gram, and she's on the gram. And she's a character. Right. I can <laughs> imagine. Like- like- <laughs> Uh, and apparently, you know, she's S and She's a hardcore, ah. but she's in her
0: what, seventies or eighties? No, thing,
1: maybe sixties. No, no. oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. You well, know, older has, than us a little bit. I yeah. Think.
0: So in yeah. your 60s. That's when SM would get interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. let like the kids dabble with yeah. this. Well, stuff. That's, that's where, where you need that shock. Minds. Yeah, I need the shock.
2: She could confidently say all the things. Yeah. But she
1: has on her gram as I was just given a quick like a quick troll because again that's what's spinning I can spin and at uh, least. Yeah. Anyways, I saw one of her posts was the Egon shield uh, her new tattoo. Oh right. And sometimes like this this. I just have a, a book. It could be a, a book that I'm reading, like a novel. Yeah. I need that 45 minutes. Could be... It's So it's got to be something like that that gives me that creative thing. And then yeah. the account of my other creative thing is like with the Instagram, I use it as sort of an art installation. Yeah, I like your yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And They're I do really it good. for accountability because mm-hmm. I love to fucking act mm-hmm. and I don't get the opportunities that people think I do or that I have, like people somehow think I'm turning stuff down or right. Yeah. No.
2: Yeah. People
1: say do this. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like there's some projects that maybe I don't want to do, but I want to fucking act. Yeah, and, yeah, So I'll do them. Yeah. Um and so it's the same thing. I use it as sort of it's it 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 holds me accountable. To either write something or think something mm. or shock the system yeah, a bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and get yeah. it out. Yeah. You can write a song. You can go sing. I can't. Yeah. Like all my friends have so many friends yeah. that are musicians. And I'm like so kind of envious of yeah. I can't just go act. But you yeah. write
0: poetry too. I do. So just you got have... a publisher,
1: actually. Oh cool. Oh, nice. UK. So that's, yeah. oh, that's fun, yeah. It was interesting because Sarah, my, my girlfriend, she came down a few weeks ago think it was. And uh, I mean, bless, none of this happens. As I was driving here, George Harrison's song. I, I not. I, what is it? It's, it's like sort of I'm nothing without you or I can't do anything without you. The door doesn't open without you. It's like, like every I, George
0: Harrison song. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: but I was thinking like without Sarah again, uh, I don't know how it is with you and we can discuss is like, I'm not that I would not do anything, because I like to be productive, but as far as business of anything,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I just get either too fucking angry or I don't communicate effectively sometimes yeah. because I'm about yeah. emotion,
2: yeah,
1: uh, which I'm good at, yeah, but that doesn't serve well in business. yeah. Um, so Sarah has, she does all that kind of for me and she reached out to this publisher and it's super exciting, but I'm also like, as an actor, always, and I'm... I've been called a pessimist, but I like to say I'm a realistic
2: pessimist. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
1: Um, rejection sort of has been my life. Yeah. It's an artist's life, really. Yeah. The rejection is uh, more yeah, than yeah, yeah. The, the rewards. But, so based on this, we, um, we, a writer, an Irish writer, Lane Feeney, who's amazing and written a beautiful novel that'll be out here in, I think, October. and North America, but I'm working uh, with her on a theatrical production for next year. This is all really new for me because sure. normally I have nothing to talk about other than spinning and yoga, <laughs> but there's actually shit happening, which is exciting. Um, but yeah, so the whole, uh, you, you know, this whole creative process is wonderful, but then Sarah can deal with the business. Yeah. And she reached out and Every so- Keith needs a Mick. It's true. Like, yeah. and, and Someone's uh, got to do the accounting. Which is, is great. Like, I'm yeah. so grateful for that. Yeah. And and it was funny because when she came down to say, like, bless her, she's, like, like crying, but I could see it was, like, happy. T- like, I knew it wasn't something bad. She was so happy. She was crying. She's like, i got some great news. I'm like, what?
0: Like, We've got a publisher yeah. for your, your books. But do you feel like – so acting is kind of like it's the thing that has paid the bills and everything, but is it – are you more passionate about it than other forms of creative expression? Yeah. Okay, you are. That's like your thing. That That's your thing soul's calling.
1: Nothing to, yeah. nothing fills my veins or whatever. Drug
0: analogies are terrible. <laughs> nothing
1: gets <laughs> nothing me as high crazy. as a thick needle. <laughs> or,
2: uh, as a highlighter and some sides. <laughs> yes. some so,
1: it's uh, like writing the poetry, which I've sort of just... Poetry became – because poetry for me is – there's a wonderful organization here, Get Lit, that takes a lot of, uh, you know, underprivileged and introduces them to poetry and gets them doing spoken word and, um, you know, sort of similar to like a Kate Tempest. You know, Kate Tempest, the the British spoken word. She's incredible. Um, But for me, like – and I don't read a lot of – I don't sit there reading like Milton or a lot of poetry. I have some poetry books. But poetry to me is just lyrics. Yeah, and honestly, most of the poetry for me is is in lyrics from songs. Yeah, that's where I get my poetry from. Yeah, yeah, is Mm. from lyrics. I love words, and so the way that they're communicated is not as important to me, you know. Because poetry—it's like when we met, and it was I was doing just random went into the audience because I'm going to feel like such a pretentious fucking (laughs) idiot standing on stage. (laughs) My first poem. (laughs) (laughs) So I just had people sort of flip and then I'd read one and um, still felt a little (sighs) to me, but it's, it's, It was actually from this book Kate Tempest wrote called On Connectivity. It's it's a beautiful little book. Yeah, I feel like it. But when you're feeling in one of those, like, yeah, "Mm," Yeah. you read it and
2: you're like, okay, I know. Isn't that amazing how that happens? And also, I'm sure you find as an actor, when you get a great script or great dialogue, how much easier it is to remember your lines. Like if it's, yeah, it's well-written. Well written. Oh my God. It's not too find that like if it's well-written. All written, the time. So it's, it's
1: the immediate first indicator of good writing. Yeah. Honestly, if you're reading something and, you know, even if you're just reading, you go on to the next page and you you can sort of just close your eyes and basically say it in a way like I'm not a good memorizer yeah. at all. But if you can do that, that's your yeah. m- my first litmus test of fuck. This yeah, is good. Whereas yeah. when you're, like, struggling to remember or you can't get a phrase, it's generally yeah, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't make fucking sense.
0: And what's so interesting about that is that it's not that it's, like, the most naturalistic lines. Like, good writing can also be, like, totally abstract. Yeah, sure. Yet there's oh, an yeah. artistic logic that's yeah. following. That's flowing there's through. There's something
1: right? yeah. that just – yeah, just resonates. Yeah. Yeah, because it is – It to me, yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily – yeah, this linear writing. It's just something that resonates yeah. that you're able to then remember. And it's generally if you're remembering stuff it because the writer has – it's made sense to the writer.
2: Yes, poetically or emotionally or
1: – It's there.
2: Yeah. And for, for acting too, like when you're working on a production you like, like a good – TV thing or a movie. I also love like I kind of want like being around people and being a part of making something good with a bunch of people. And you, mm. you know,
1: I mean the team sport thing. It's pretty. I amazing. just love like I, again this theatrical production, which is the first time I've probably going to be doing theater in God knows how long twenty over twenty years. I mean the the collaboration is great, but also with film and TV, like I I love every every time I get to do it. Yeah, I'm still. I know. Because I haven't, like, worked that much. I've done, like, a lot of sort of things. But, you know, I just, like, I, to work, when I work for four days in a row, mm-hmm. I'm a different human being. Yeah. I never really get the opportunity yeah. to have done, like, one film where it was just me. And we shot over in uh, in England, actually. So I'm very, like, everything happens for me overseas for some reason. <laughs> um, But, you know, I was the only person in it. It was me in a yeah. spaceship. Yeah. So did it turn out as well as i had hoped i mean does it ever yeah the experience i compartmentalize yeah. now yeah. the work versus the experience you is so to, different actually, yeah. have to
2: it's just the project like to get to do it that much it also means you, role. you're doing what you're
1: supposed to be doing yeah. when you get that feeling yeah. i mean do you get that playing yeah still yeah and when there's you perform something
0: about the, i think the thing i'm relating to what you guys are saying is when you get in a good run of doing something creative because doing things in fits and spurts it's like you can your muscles aren't warmed up often but there's something about the like like when you're on tour and there's many boring sides to it but the show every night you stop even thinking about it. Like you can be up there. I always find the best part for me of touring is when I know the show well enough that I can actually be thinking about other things while I'm doing it. But that's good because it's almost like then you unconsciously can perform in a way that I think can be sort of, I don't know, like revealing or something interesting to me. you
1: think it frees you up more than yeah it like
0: it's a relaxation thing. Like I remember with Ben Folds, he used to when he was younger, not like anything, any artifice that made him feel aware that he was performing. so he had to go to bed the night before the show wearing the clothes he was going to wear on stage oh the next day. <laughs> shoes and everything because he wanted to roll out on stage as wow. organically as possible, but he also valued showmanship. So anyway, I totally related to that. Now, that reminds wow. me of
2: what was that movie with um, <laughs> it's cool, right? with Christopher yeah. Reeve. You might have not seen Superman. it. like Superman. No, but time after yeah. at- he wore that underneath five. his clothes. No, that's true. But no, <laughs> time, time after time or something. There was this movie that, that it was about a man who fell in love with a woman. he goes back in time and it's in Victorian times. And the whole thing is that that he would he 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 had to not remember he was from the present time or else it would ruin. It would take him because he he had a lost love or something, and he, and he, it was some device where he had to like he would be back in Victorian times. People who know this movie will know what yeah. I'm talking about. But it was it's that thing where he he there was a penny from 1979 that falls out of his pocket and he reads it, and it sounds like a Twilight Zone. I oh, but it saying. sort of
0: ruins his fantasy. Then he remembers. He's it. like,
2: no, but it reminds me of that. Like nothing huh. to remind me that I'm doing this. But that's that was yes. the thing that took him back into the present time and then his love life i
0: remember as a kid when i was like nine or ten i had this theory that you could time travel based on because i would get these waves (laughs) of feelings that would come over me that would be reminiscent of another time and I'd be like, surely, if I could hold on to that feeling,
2: yeah, I
0: really? would time travel. I remember you were really nine or far ten. out.
2: Like, what about yeah. what's the story with the thing, the the little mole on your Oh, that hell head?
0: was, was wrong with you. No, but listen to this. <laughs> is Fuck. explained. No, this is just I think narcissism and <laughs> But when I was a kid, I have this mole on the back of my neck, and I was walking the dog. So I was probably around twelve, and I put my finger on it, and I, that was the first time I'd sort of felt it. I guess it had been there probably a long time, and. By the time I got home, it was probably 15 minutes, I had developed the most elaborate fantasy that it was actually a button <coughs> that if I pushed it, I would run really fast. And I was convinced by the time I got home, scientists were going to be taking me like at the end of ET into a lab really? to Waiting study me. To... <laughs> it's like, I mean, that is like just being like self-involved in a big fantasy life. Mine, yes. was like was <laughs> mine, yeah. mine was like the opposite. I being creative. Mine was I would cool.
2: I would be afraid. What if I was invisible when I came home and my family wouldn't see me or know who I was so I'm sadder, sadder I have the fact. reverse mine is an
0: exceptionalism fantasy. mine
2: is like no like invisible no self-esteem where I'd be like what if I, my pa- no one my mom can't it's not see interesting me because
1: it all circles around to like yeah. what we're saying how we sort of think about ourselves now yeah right it did all you feel
0: special right. as a kid like were you aware like oh I got
1: some <laughs> stories about being special I mean <laughs> I was I was like you know growing up because I grew up in Calgary Calgary my you know my family still lives there I say it different. You stay it, still
2: they, say weird.
0: I don't know weird. why. Yeah. No one else says it. How do you Banff? That's yeah, it. Banff. I've been to
2: Banff. I've worked in Calgary.
0: So wait, let's come back to Little Special Steven okay. growing up. Little
1: Special Steven. <laughs> Is
2: that well, what they call you? I was
1: Little Special Steven. I was, I was teased and, and beaten up <laughs> and chased and I never fit in.
2: Looking was, like this? Tall and handsome?
1: I was. Um, I think a, a part of it is is uh, the Calgary. Uh, I had the big lips and the big nose and the big bum, so I was Too teased. Too cute. Too I was good looking. a time.
0: It was like today's beauty standards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I had this thing where I did theater growing up, so I did theater, but I also did sports. Mm-hmm. So I've always had this. I've always had both. Yeah. So the jocks thought I was. The theater community, which, right. you know, everyone, they thought what the theater community was about. The theater community thought the jocks were all idiots. It, so I never fit into either group. And I also had long hair. Yeah, I was constantly teased. I remember this one time at South Center Mall. Cause I was just talking about this the other day because there used to be, the, before the parking lot came, so we'd walk to, you know, the mall. Mm-hmm. And the gophers used to pop their heads out of the holes, you know, and- for some reason, I don't know why, because you're a young, stupid kid, you'd throw... Oh, we we're talking about how hard it is to kill a person, but threw rocks at the gophers to just kind of scare them back in the hole. Like stupid. they came
2: at a carnival, right. like, but, but in but real life. but
1: because of course, the rock eventually hit a gopher in the head and, and squirted it out oh, and no. then felt horrible. Yeah, yeah. You feel like a monster. Yeah. Anyways, like Rick Schroeder in when he shot the deer in Silver Spoons. Oh, yeah. So anyways, then... At this mall, so it's a center mall, um, and this is when I had the longer hair, long hair, whatever. And I don't again, like, what age I was, thirteen? To, I? don't know. I can't remember. Um, and we called them in Calgary headbangers. You like, heard that expression? Yeah, like
0: heshes. Headbangers, like yeah, yeah. You know, the yeah, lumberjack
1: yeah. jackets, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: and the tight jeans. Yeah. And we used to have like the girls. We used to wear fancy ass jeans. They were called literally. Uh-huh. The brand was called Fancy mm-hmm. Ass uh-huh. Pinstripe with a zipper that went front to back.
2: Oh wow!
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Welcome to my hometown. Wow,
0: that's wait. Amazing. The zipper went underneath the that's, whole undercarriage.
1: That's great. So
0: meaning that they wouldn't take them off for whatever they needed to do. Now, I never okay.
1: saw them go on or off. Anyone? No. I was you never just get that they lucky. get
0: attached. At childhood? And just I have there. no idea, but well, they were always key, tight.
2: Like, without yeah. taking your yeah. pants down, I would love to
1: find a pair of those these but, days and yeah, wear them.
2: I want to look on eBay. Yes. They're, they're
1: quite something. But these guys surround me, and they uh, apparently, <gasps> like, I looked at their girlfriend or something. Like, it was very, like, S.E. Hinton, some sort of right. stupid. Uh, and they they lit my, my hair. <gasps> oh. And so then I, like, obviously panicked, and then all I remember is, like, I, I, I was a fast runner, luckily, and I just rah, and I ran out, and I went to, like, some florist in Willow Park Village. That's all I remember. Just bawling. Said, God, I these boys are me. So, I was like, yeah, I was uh, I was chased. I was teased. I mean, I was never, um, like, got the shit kicked out of me. But I also did a Betty Boop as in drag in elementary <laughs> school.
2: My daughter just got a Betty Boop tattoo. Not, not my 13-year-old. My, like my 21-year-old. <laughs> That's cool. It looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop.
0: So, I, your performance side was, it was love rich. that love life. Betty was boop. Rich. That was, yeah. yeah, that was little Steven.
1: Together, we're weird. we are together.
2: Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company,
1: offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 17 I ended up not moving back home like that was it I was gone and every time I like I went to Europe and I'd come back and repack and then move somewhere else for eight months and it was always so I'd cry myself to sleep like just horribly missing my mom and my dad my family sister and um and, and then I think as you get older with certain traumas that happen and the pain of just living yeah um I ha- I began to, and it's not shutting down because again I'm not a shut down kind of emotional guy, but it's a survival mechanism of like when I was in Europe and Sarah was like, you know, I miss you, and I'd be- obviously I miss too. Yeah. But I've changed organically, like, yeah, yeah. and I've I've had to yeah. for certain reasons s- stop myself from hurting. Yeah. Because that pain is too much for me. So when I was away, like. I didn't really, like, Sarah came to visit me uh, for a week, or she came with me the first week to help me get settled and to make my apartment feel like,
0: put her energy
1: into it. Yeah. And uh, she's like, God, I've only been gone two days. I really miss the dog. I was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Once I I was there, I don't want to say out of sight, out of mind, but it is somewhat, I didn't think about our home here. I didn't think about yeah. my life there. I didn't, I just had to- But the to,
2: nice side of it is maybe- now
1: moment, forced Buddhism is what I yeah, call it, forced but, Buddhism. But
2: but also it's attaching, being able to attach to, it's also kind of a good quality to where you are now. like you know, Living presently, which yeah. is
1: funny because I don't, like this is why I, I had coined this term forced Buddhism. Even with acting, I call it forced Buddhism because you are uh, having to deal with the moment yeah, right now. yeah. Um, It doesn't mean that I have any sort of enlightened sense about me other than the forced, because Buddhism is, of course, yesterday doesn't matter. For the listeners not familiar, (laughs) um, you know, yesterday doesn't matter. Tomorrow, who fucking knows? So we got today. The forced aspect is because... I don't know. You don't always want to be in the fucking moment. Yeah, you know, sometimes sure. you can't help but be sad and cry yeah. about the pain of yesterday. Yeah. Or you can't help but get angry about tomorrow not fucking getting what you want yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's forced.
0: I love, because when I was younger, I was so into like esoteric ideas and spirituality and everything. And as I get older, I and I think I only always knew this and was sort of trying to tell me this, but... Whatever kind of quote unquote spirituality you have, should just be evident in the most basic principles of the way you live your life. It's something I realize now. Like when I think about like what does my spirituality look like, it's it's my family and my career and my friendships and my collaborations and getting frustrated because there's a leaf blower and then getting over it and getting back into the task and it's all just much more. It's funny how we dress things up. I
1: think it's as simple as an I've cut it down to almost the most simplest and some people might say it's you know not right of me but it's asshole and not a asshole that's it being you're nice or you're not you're you're giving love or you're not mm. like that to me is is it yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I like a person because they're being nice i don't like a person because they're a fucking fill in the blank it, it really has for me not become that simple but it's it it's again, the forced simplicity of that's it. I don't, I don't care like your beliefs and I don't care. And this is something I, you know, it's not from again, you know, for listeners out there, I don't want, it's not being the white man on top saying this. It's I've honest to God always felt this way. And again, I think this is what's bred in the bone comes out in the flesh. You're just who you are. And I've always been a drama queen. <laughs> I've always been emotional since I was a child, but I've also always—and this is not mom and dad sitting me down talking about this—obviously, um, maybe in the way they treat people, I've seen it. But it, it's this—it's this this belief of I don't care what sexuality, what color. And I, now, yeah, I grew up in a super white town. I had no black people. Like, and, but I lived in—you know—it was—it was quite different there. But I just—I've never. I don't know, I've never cared. Yeah, I yeah. honestly haven't and like like I've recently sort of become well we it starts with again thanking someone circling back around um Anthony Anthony oh, and the Johnsons yeah, yeah. who's they've now tra- you know they're now and is now Anoni yeah I've always loved and one of the most powerful performances I ever saw was at the time Anthony cuz Anthony and the Johnsons the Johnson is um is it Nancy Johnson who was a huge uh, in New York when Anthony first went there. They met uh, and a week later she was found dead in the water. She was a gay rights activist and in, in the oh. 80s. It was a big thing. So the Johnsons is an ode oh. to this woman. Anyways, the thank you for the, you know, the work. Oh, thank you. And then we've become, you know. Yeah.
2: You seem bells, to, you seem to have a good sense to it. The people you're reaching out to it's like intuitively you sort of think that they might reach back, or do you ever get like nervous, like, "Oh, what if I?" I, I or care. you don't care. So yeah, and you because it's just
1: about thank you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's I've like that's how I got this the and BBC not, show in Manchester. Yeah, right. Wasn't my uh, team. It was me reaching out and I saying know. I fucking love Boiling Point. Oh, I love your work. Oh, do you? Clap, clap, heart. Yeah. A lot of emojis to start. Then use big boy words eventually. (laughs) But that's – and honestly, like, the the writer I'm working with, same thing. I loved your book. I said – I just posted something with read this. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, well, no, it was a great book. You inspired me. Oh, well, I like your – do you? Well, are you – I'm interested in writing something. Oh, do you want – and I've been very fortunate with even some filmmakers that I've respected – nothing's come of it yet. But like the serial killer thing was something from a filmmaker that I
0: loved their work. I think there's so much of like the power of being a genuine fan. I don't know. It's like super vulnerable to express our love first. But I just think everyone always loves here. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. To That's true. And, hey, I love that piece. Well, of your, love someone, your work. Who doesn't
2: all like that? All you can do in person, <laughs> if you have a long enough hang with one of your like heroes, you're just try to be fun and charming and you know, Depends I sort of become a, yourself. Well, no, I just try to be like not a geisha because I, you know, but I just try to be like
1: <laughs> bring tea to everyone.
2: Well, just like meaning just I'm to dazzle jaz- them. No, but just to sort of read their love language. Uh, and if like my father is a complicated guy, his like.
0: Her father's Donovan, the singer, you know, the his Scottish sort of, folk singer. Okay, Mello his Yellow. way of yep.
2: hanging out with, is just to let him talk about all the magical, mysterious, lost Atlantis and whatever—all these <laughs> '60s things, the city of Atlantis. Yeah. Or
0: is that where
1: he lives? He lives <laughs> he in wishes. Ireland. He lives in Ireland,
2: <laughs> but it will be we're in going Atlantis. there one yeah. day. No, I don't know. And for 20 minutes at a time. But he, you know. And but your he, dad would love
0: it if someone, anyone, has oh came yeah. said, love That's that That's
2: what I album. mean. Yeah. Well, I, I just a do
1: movie. it pretty much like it's, if I like something, yeah. I just send it out there. And I mean, there's been, well, there's been one instance where the, the, I think the person, and I did say to Sarah, I was like, oh, I sent it. And I was like, does that sound? Because I was like, oh, I'll be over in the UK. We should grab a drink or a coffee or something. Because yeah. I've already said how much I love their work yeah. and their are everything they do and then I was like you know didn't hear back or anything not that again like I did it just to share but then I did want to make a connection with this person to potentially get work yeah because again I'm the only one that seems yeah gotta look for the allies so um you know a message and then I was like oh shit I showed Sarah and she's like kind of sounds like you're hitting on her But you also forget, as a
0: guy, that you can sort of—you don't even—if you're not intending that, you forget that that can just be interpreted
1: that way. But and that's you know. But then you include
2: Sarah, and then it could be like, wait, it's this a swinger thing?
1: So that yeah, now and then, but then again, do you say like, well, just because she's with me and we're and we're it's just us, and then it gets worse. Yeah, yeah, right. So if she's listening, if this particular person is listening, they know who they are, and (laughs) then it's just I just want to connect because I think you're brilliant. The only time I did freeze on someone because again. And some of the people I go down these wormholes with either films or art where I want to connect with someone and you know, some of the coolest people, I would not be on Instagram if I was acting all the time. Like right. if I was like yeah, Killian yeah, Murphy yeah. or someone. If I was constantly in a state of creativity where I literally didn't have the time,
2: yeah, sure,
1: I, I wouldn't need it. It's yeah, part yeah, of my yeah. outlet. I yeah. need to like squeeze I it. Hear you, Otherwise, yeah. it builds up into this pussy fucking monster yeah. that yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of squeeze and let it out. But you know, I would be happy never doing but it. But the I was creative working all community,
0: the like what I do, outlook outlook look at people thing? that aren't on social media, peers of mine, and they do <laughs> have a certain kind of protection. From the world, but I do think they miss out on elements of community because you can use it. Like,
1: I've used it like when people say social media is horrible. I'm like, well, how are you using it? Yeah, or when people cleanse, they take a week off. Don't fucking, why are you posting take a week off? (laughs) Just fucking take a week off. I'm not gonna, I'm not looking for your fucking post because again, I can talk a big game and then there's the reality. (laughs) (laughs) Tilda Swinton is just like my, yeah, uh, and (laughs) I even went to see her. Yeah, you got to finish the story, Stephen. Um, when she did the glass box. Oh, right. She was in a, like, you know, it's very Marina Abramovich. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But she was just in a glass box. Or David Blaine. It was the weirdest thing where I just, I literally had to leave. Right. The, again, this was in New York. Too powerful. Because I started to get, like, not, in, how do I put this appropriately? I inappropriate. Oh. I started to have... <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, you started jacking off. It no. was, it was, it was something close no, to like get wanting that. to, yeah. I, I wanted to, her attention. I wanted to drag my penis along the glass, <laughs> not in like but, jerking off kind of way, but just in like, yeah. I felt literally like yeah. I had to be a part of this art yeah. project. Yeah. And it's not like it's a big snaky schlong. It would just be this little stubby take, thumb what, four dragging. Minutes? It like wouldn't be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be something that people would. Oh, my God, look at that man's cock! But
2: you got the right director in there, and it can <laughs> it's really be the right, right. That angle, that yeah. angle. I'm, I'm loving sure from this that image. Side. So,
1: but, okay, so, so, so I didn't. So, anyways, uh, and Tilda Swinton. We uh, was at a premiere, and she's there, and wearing this Tilda Swinton. Right, she's wearing what the fuck are you wearing like this not gorgeous. in the box Amazing. she's out of the box yeah this was at a, pre, at a yeah, screening yeah. a screening for uh, Eternal Daughter and so I'm with Sarah and I'm with another friend and of course I'm just like I just yeah I just lock up man yeah I just I'm literally staring at her and Sarah's like "Go say hi well let's go say hi because she knows how much of a big fan can't like I think I might have had a bit of a stroke I uh, literally just froze yeah and no, she's like this, overcome. right in front of me. Right, and I was just like,
2: "Well, you admire her, yeah."
1: And I wish I would have just said, "I love all your work." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're brilliant.
2: Yeah. Well, but I could,
1: time. I could send it on yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. If she was only on it, damn it.
0: Thank you. I'm so glad you came and did this, and I'm so glad we met. Yeah. And, um, me too. I mean, this is what I love about LA—that there's so many creative. Characters who are passionate and inspired, and we can interact with each other and we bear witness to each other's journey. So, yeah, it's
1: uh, it's yeah, really it's wonderful. Really cool. And I appreciate you having me over because it is one of those things of like.
0: And I never
2: talk to actors. I feel like it's so nice to, yeah, Do you know what I mean? About just about acting. acting. I never have any like break it down about.
1: Oh, see, and I could talk about acting. Like, I, because yeah. I love the craft. Yeah, I leads, really yeah. Love I just never, I, I,
2: I talk about it in my own head or something, but I, I like noticed i'm like why don't i ever talk to other actors about it but it's
1: i'm out. never like my friends i don't have a lot again musicians i have are probably mm-hmm. the majority of my friends same yeah. um and and writers like novelists right, and COVID, writers yeah. not so many actors but yeah. it's like yesterday i was just posting there it did something about the philip seymour hoffman you know anytime you get to act yeah. Is great. Yeah. So like I had an audition, which I was like, fuck. I know. I've, I even love voiceovers.
2: Had... I was doing this voiceover one Mercedes for a commercial. Best. I'll never get them because my voice is monotone. But I was getting so into it. I like
0: that you keep swinging, though. That's the main thing. I well, know. and it,
2: it is yeah. doing. It's yeah. just doing. Yeah, like that's like, why for yeah. me, I
1: wish I had more to do. I wish yeah, I had yeah. stuff to plug, but I don't. So I keep fucking grinding away, yeah, keep yeah. reaching out, keep – Trying to develop this or get financing yeah. for that. And it's something that I always tell the kids, like when you're giving press or yeah,
2: yeah, talking yeah. to a
1: school, I'm like, my best advice would just, just do it. Go yeah. out there and be involved. Yeah. I never did. Yeah. Yeah. I never got involved. I was like, I want to be of service to you and your story. I don't want to write my yeah, own yeah, screenplay. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah, fucking yeah. produce. Now at the tender age of fucking, you know, getting closer to death and to the birth, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like... I got to do my own shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which fucking some days I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm too old. I know. I shouldn't be having to do this. I know. But I look at some of these projects that potentially could go just like what Boiling Point, and I did that, even though the work, again, compartmentalized the experience in the work because it's an ensemble, is so gratifying on a deep level that I fucking did it. Yeah. Not the-
2: Yeah. I mean, I see people like, the, like that Sean Penn thing. He'll direct one and then probably is like, that was so hard. I'd rather just rock up. They've got – they all have their financing. They've all set up everything. All you have to do is learn your lines and do your part. But then, you know, he would want to direct his own thing again. And I think like – but it's so relaxing when you try to pitch stuff and then you get hired and you're like, oh, cool. They already did all that side. I just have to show up and act. Mm, yeah. i not have to I'm push, to experience push something that all forward.
1: now, which is – Again, you know, I need Sarah to help because I, I can yeah. be like Stephen Graham was, was doing a project, another project in England where he was first time producer, and his wife Hannah is like my Sarah can mm. be there holding the hand because Stephen, like myself, can tick tick boom sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. like tick, mm, tick. like fuck off and yeah. you no, know, you can't talk like that to certain people apparently, yeah. uh-huh, you know. Definitely. So, but yeah, it's it's been wonderful, and I, thank you. Amazing. Cool. So
0: our audience, for some strange reason, as these things develop, they are called the beautiful babies. So beautiful babies. the audience and the beautiful babies. So if you ah. want to wrap up the episode, you can say goodbye to the beautiful
1: babies. Goodbye, you beautiful babies. Woo! Together we're
0: leader, we together.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate
2: your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen